This podcast is not safe for work and will feature movie spoilers. It will feature scenes described of a graphic nature. It will contain language which most listeners may find offensive. Welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. Hi everyone and welcome to the podcast Under the Stairs. This is bonus episode 353. I'm your host Duncan McLeish. Welcome to the show. Up on this episode we are doing a special bonus review of a movie which will be available on the 2nd of July. So you don't have long to wait, it'll be available on Friday. This one is the new Megan Fox starring horror thriller um, called Till Death. So yeah, a review of said movie coming up, non-spoiler, obviously, after the first break. Before we get to that, as always, let's catch up with where we are. This is the final episode of the week, and it's been a kind of, a nice, concise, not stressful, full of content week. I say that sarcastically because in the last week, we've recorded another two summer series episodes, so, and both of them are long EF. So there's been a ton of prep and recording going on there. As a result, stuff in the Teapots Collective has been shunted back a week. So you're missing an episode of Opera Omnia. That'll be coming out hopefully within the next week. You're missing an episode of Doing the Nasty. Once again, that should be out hopefully in just over a week's time. And that should bring us back on track. The good times are rolling for podcasts under the stairs into next week though. Tomorrow we kick off a brand new week with the concluding part of our Russian Roulette franchise retrospective looking at the I Know What You Did Last Summer series. Up in the final spot is I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer featuring JP from 22 Shots of Moods and Horror. He's joining me to discuss this fucking awful movie. That's the only way I can describe it. It's so fucking bad. The conversation's awesome. So you're going to have fun with that. The rest of the week will be shaping up with a movie club announcement and a little bit of that slasher classic collection series at the weekend. So yeah, that is you. That's you all lined up, geared up, ready to rock. It's probably worth saying we did drop a brand new episode of Jaws' Shite and Other Regrettable Outbursts. It came out on Friday. So if you've not checked that show out yet and you like your podcast funny, maybe not necessarily talking about horror movies because we don't really, funny with drunk banter, four Scottish guys talking about bad life decisions and choices, reading weird news stories from about the globe and at the same time reading out listener emails, then check out Jaws' Shite and other regrettable outbursts. You can get that directly through the website tputzcast.com. Okay, I'm going to take you a short break. You're going to hear promos for shows that I love. You're going to hear the trailer for Till Death. It's available July 2nd. When I return, it's a non-spoiler review of that movie coming right up right after this. Want to learn more about horror directors? With a lighthearted look at three of their movies? Meet fearless podcaster Gore Blimey. I've been unsettled by bats in the past and startled by parrots and I've even been known to jump at the odd cockatoo. Discover horror films that are classics and others too. 
There's a topless aerobics massacre, an exploding rock singer, cannibals, nude martial arts, a deep fried prostitute. But it's not all silliness. You'll get proper movie breakdowns, opinion, and background information too. Yep, in the 80s and 90s, Jeff Stryker was huge in gay porn. In every sense. So if you're a horror film fan, come and check out the Trilogy of Terror podcast at strangeanddeadly.com or find it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or on your podcatcher. One of those people that has a certain charisma and a certain style, and I'm just hoping one day he'll rub off on me. The Trilogy of Terror podcast, where we try three times harder to give you the willies. Happy anniversary, pumpkin. Things have been bad between us, and I'm sorry. I don't know when surprise isn't going to fix everything. I love you with all of my heart. Till death do us part. I'm impressed you've made it this far. There's one final surprise. Happy anniversary, pumpkin. We're not leaving until we open that safe. 200 grand in rocks. We split the diamonds. Let's go. Two people knew the combination to that safe. The guy who hired us. And the girl. She could be miles away by now. She's still in the house. to get hurt. He wants you to scream. Help! Please hurry, please, please. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Such a perfect couple. I'm gonna cut myself free of you if it's the last thing I do. Welcome back. So you've just heard the trailer for Till Death. That's right. This movie officially is available in limited theatres and on demand as of July 2nd. Uh, the movie stars Megan Fox, who's probably most notable in the horror circle from Jennifer's Body. It sto- co-stars Colin Mulvey, Mulvey um, from the Russo Brothers' upcoming The Grey Man. Ian Mackin of George R.R. R. Martin's Nightflyers, Emil Amin from HBO's I May Destroy You, and Jack Roth from Medici. It is directed by S.K. Dale and the screenplay is by Jason Carvey. Let me give you some details on the movie. Emma, played by Megan Fox, is stuck in a stale marriage to Mark and is surprised when he whisks her away to their secluded lake house for a romantic evening on their 10th anniversary. But everything soon changes and Emma finds herself trapped and isolated in the dead of winter. The target of a plan that gets more sinister at every turn. Now, uh, the runtime for this movie is 88 minutes, so this one's nice and breezy. It is being distributed by Screen Media, who coin themselves as a chicken soup 
for the Soul Entertainment Company. So Screen Media putting this one out, and like I said, it's available on demand, limited theatre, July 2nd. So this coming Friday. So, um, what to say about this one? Because uh, it's a non-spoiler review, we'll get into what I liked and what I didn't like about the movie, and then give it a grade at the end. There's a lot to like about Till Death. Um, interestingly enough, what kind of ran through my brain when watching it is it reminded me of a lot of those 90s thrillers. Like, kind of stuff that maybe David Fincher would have kind of tackled in the late 90s, but also, like, um, stuff like uh, Along Came a Spider, you know, th- those sort of thrillers where there is there is some sort of weird secret plot that's unfolding the further you get into the mystery the more bizarre and more weird and more sinister it actually gets um, Megan Fox is really good in this I've always thought Megan Fox was a good actress yes she's eye candy for, for days but I I'm one of those people that unashamedly loves Jennifer's Body I think is a great movie if you heard the summer series last year you would have heard me gush over it I think it's a a great movie. I think, sadly, she has become not a pariah, because she's obviously still making movies, but she did make that stand up against um, Michael Bay, and then she appeared to not get work for a while, which really goes to show how fucking corrupt the Hollywood kind of industry is as a whole. But it's great seeing her back doing some genre stuff and she's really, really, really good in this. Um, She plays like a level somewhere between the final girl and like someone that is kind of dumbfounded by the incredulity of the situation that she's actually in. I think think that works best and actually the best moments in this movie are Megan Fox trying to work out what's going on and trying to find the next way to escape what is coming for her. I think that's where the movie's at its absolute 100% best. I think the score is really good in this movie as well. It, it, it fits the movie absolutely perfectly. It's you know intense and grandiose in almost equal measure at the bits it needs to be. And then other times it just kind of peters out enough for you to kind of settle into the situation and try and work out what's going on. Cinematography also really, really strong in this one. I love thrillers and horror movies set in the snow. Um, I always have. And the fact that we're at this kind of, this lake house in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by snow and ice. It's, you know, it's, it, from that perspective, there's a lot of ways where you might not necessarily be smart enough to use the camera to kind of accentuate what the character's going through in terms of trying to survive not only the the predicament she's in but also the culmination of, of the, the bad weather that's there as well. I think the cinematography does a great job in bolstering that. It feels cold. You know, I, I felt cold watching it, which is a, a great kind of sign. Also, I think that the camera work as well is really kinetic in parts. Um, there's obviously good use of drone shots, which work really, really well to give you interesting angles, flyovers, etc. So I, I like that as well. So that's kind of the stuff that I liked about the movie. The stuff I didn't necessarily like about the movie is that you really do have to suspend your disbelief as to the scenario that 
Megan Fox ends up in. It is kind of absurd, and the further it gets in, the more absurd it gets. I mean, it's there for entertainment purposes, it's a thrill ride, and from that perspective, as long as you don't stop and think about anything in this movie, it's fine, you know, it, it, it achieves what it wants to achieve. If, however, you're at any point kind of like, mm, <laughs> does that make sense? As soon as you start doing that, it doesn't. The character herself seems quite witty in certain... Well, it's not even witty, it's like, she's a good grasp of lateral thinking, but then other times there's clear obvious ways to get out of the initial predicament she's in that she just doesn't do. And it's like you're you're overcomplicating the situation here and you think on your feet better in other situations, which doesn't make sense to this. So that, that, that was a, a... The conceit's there, obviously, to, to make the movie work longer. Um, if she could get out of the predicament nice and quick at the beginning, it wouldn't be much of a movie. But there were certainly tons of avenues. Also, I mean, if you've seen any of the marketing about this one... The conceit of it is a woman being handcuffed to a dead body. Um, and it's getting comparisons to Gerald's game, and I don't think that's fair. Out with, there's a woman in a handcuff and a dead man. That's literally the extent of the comparison. But I, it probably doesn't help itself by doing that. You know, in by doing that, you are inviting comparisons to that movie. Because Gerald's game is a big deal. So, I don't know how long this script was written for, or, you know, when production actually started in this movie. If this is a case of, you know, it was getting made about the same time as Gerald's Game and then things moved over. I had hoped to get an interview with the director, but sadly, that hasn't kind of panned out in the fashion that I kind of wanted before the review dropped. So, there's that as well. Also, you can kind of see where the ending to this movie is going to be kind of sharpish. Like, I'd, like, I called it pretty quick when I was watching it, as in, this is how this movie will end, and I was right. Now, I watch a lot of movies, so that's granted that I'm going to maybe see things in it that remind me of other movies. There's a very good chance that if you're not as attuned to a lot of movies like this, that this ending will come from left field, maybe. I don't know. But... I think that's about it. Th to be honest, what I really enjoyed about Till Death is, is is exactly the sort of thrill ride that you want to switch your brain off to. Like, I enjoyed sitting back, watching this, having some popcorn and not thinking about anything. And can I enjoy seeing Megan Fox back on the screen? Because, like I say, it's been a while since I've seen her in a movie. And she genuinely is good. She's like, like she's a good actress and it's great to see her back in the genre, which to me kind of made her. Um, Jennifer's Body was a big deal when it came out, and I know she was doing Transformers and all the rest, but to me, Jennifer's Body was the one that got quite a bit of buzz about it, so it's great seeing her come back into that role, and she genuinely looks like she hasn't aged a bit, which is worrying. Um, so yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun with it. There's not much underneath the surface. It is a, a kind of superficial thriller movie, um, there isn't really any subtext or anything so if you're looking for something with a bit more under the hood then Till Death is maybe not the movie for you overall I had a ton of fun with it it was entertaining, it made me smile um, it gave me a couple of fuck yeah moments um, it gave me a couple of cringy moments and it did it at a 
what pace? I mean, this is under an hour and a half, which is perfect length for a movie like this. Uh, overall, I give it a 3.5 out of 5, so somewhere between I liked it and I really liked it. I would watch this movie again, for sure. Uh, might watch it again with the wife, because I think she'd dig it quite a bit. But yeah, it was, it, it was exactly what I hoped it would be, and it delivered on those levels. So yeah, 3.5 for Till Death. Like I said, the movie will be available, will be available on July 2nd, on demand and in theatres. I'm going to take my final break. When I come back, I'm closing out the show and I'm doing it right after this. You're listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. And you've been listening to the podcast Under the Stairs. This has been bonus episode 353 with a non-spoiler review of the upcoming movie Till Death, which has been released by Screen Media and will be available in limited theatres and on demand, so digital on demand, as of July 2nd. That's this coming Friday. Go and check it out. As always, there's a multitude of ways to check out the show. Wherever you're listening to us right now, hit subscribe. That way you get the shows as and when they drop and access to the entire back catalogue of Teapots content. Subscribe to the Teapots Collective and you get all the additional stuff that we do on that sister feed, whether it's Where To Begin With, Opera Omnia, Doing The Nasty or Chronicle with all their archives as well. If you visit our website, teapotscast.com, you'll get all the shows there as well as links to Jaws' Shite, another regrettable outburst, the Booze-Based Banter podcast, with a, a flair for the entertainment that features myself, The Baz, and Scott and Liam from Scott and Liam vs. Evil. Our brand new episode number five, dubbed I Want You to Wank My Pannin, uh, <laughs> dropped on Friday. It's ludicrous. It's a ton of fun. Go and check it out, please. Available through teaputscast.com. You can visit our merch page, which is teaputscast.bigcartel.com, and then check us out on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash teaputscast. We'll get you the podcast under the stairs. Teaputs Collective is just simply facebook.com forward slash teaputscast. You can jump across to the Jaws is Shite Facebook and go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash regrettable pod. Reach out and interact with myself and the Baz on the twin prongs of social media sexiness. Instagram and Twitter both can be followed at TeaputsCast. The podcast Under the Stairs will return tomorrow with the final instalment of a Russian roulette franchise retrospective. Struggling to say that. Too many hours for a Sunday night. Uh, yeah, the Russian roulette franchise retro for I Still Know What You Did Last Summer will conclude tomorrow with I'll Always Know What You Did Last Summer featuring my guest JP. So that drops Monday. Until then, whatever you are, whatever the time zone is and whatever you're up to in this big bad world of ours, please take care of yourselves out there. This is Duncan McLeish broadcasting live from under the stairs and I am signing off.